We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. All right, so here's what's been happening. And by happening, I mean that's been happening in the last, like, I don't know, 20 minutes uh, or two days. So uh, I was trying to do the intro to this podcast, and the dog heard my voice. And I had the office door closed where we do this. And uh, the dog thought this would be a real bonus time to, like, come say hi to me. I guess she heard my voice and was like, what's going on in there? He's talking to another person. I gotta go find out. And so uh, I am in this house alone. As you know, that's how I, the only way I can do this podcast. And so she being a smart dog, which by the way, don't get a smart dog because smart dogs are too goddamn smart for me. And so she decides to open the door with her paws and scares the shit out of me. Now, if you want to hear what that sounds like, uh, stay tuned to the end of the podcast and you'll hear me freaking out. So the music today is uh, The Long Winters. So this is... um, the uh, the theme song that they use for the podcast, My Brother, My Brother and Me, who is, of course, part of the Maximum Fun Network of shows. And I wanted to spend this time... Oh, there we go. I wanted to spend this time um, uh, to talk about some things that I got out of Max Fun Con that I didn't talk about. And I'm kind of an asshole, but before we get to me being an asshole... Let's, um, I guess let's spend some time with maybe not being an asshole. Hey, there's a good idea. So, uh, last night, and, uh, for those of you who don't know, I have a projector instead of a TV and it, you know, big 94 inch viewable image. Like it's fantastic. And I'm sitting down, uh, the, the wife and, and kid are off in Monterey and I decide like, I'm going to watch... Um, uh, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation and so I put that on I think it lasts like two minutes I hear a loud pop and it goes to black and white and now for most people this would bum them out and they'd be like fuck this I can't watch this movie now But I tell you, I had the most fun watching this um, in black and white. And I took a whole series of photos. Uh, So for those of you who are friends of me on Facebook, um, I think I'm going to call it like Mission Improbable or something lame like that. But fuck it, I don't care. Uh, And it's just going to be me taking pictures of the projector screen of these black and white images and it really it it kind of made the movie kind of fun because it it made it feel like because you know those mission impossible movies are essentially just heist movies right 
And so, um, you know, it kind of felt like some 40s noir, like, hey, let's, you know, let's let's heist something, right? And uh, so it was kind of cool. So uh, this is how I'm not an asshole, right? I'm not an asshole because I took uh, an experience that a lot of people could have been bummed out about and it could have ruined it for them. Especially because, you know, this is my one big night of freedom where I get to do and watch whatever I want. And instead, you know, I looked at it and I said, look, it's not ideal, but we get to do something cool with this. And, and oh, it, it, this would have driven my wife insane because I paused it a lot to um, uh, take photos and, you know, just try and get the right facial expression and everything. Oh, it would have driven her insane. Okay, so now let's get to why I'm an asshole. So, um, I, uh, when I talked about Max FunCon this time, I was like, well, I didn't meet any famous people because, of course, that was the highlight of last Max FunCon was meeting Eddie Pepitone. And, but yet it was a fantastic Max FunCon because there were so many amazingly great moments that I just totally like blew over because I was like, I don't know. I guess maybe because, well, look, I am the world's biggest star fucker, right? Like, oh my God, if you're a famous person, I will run across a field and stab an orphan in the neck just to talk to you. And of course it drives that wife of mine crazy. So, uh, so I guess maybe for that reason, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna, uh, you know, talk about it on the podcast. Oh, by the way, I should say, uh, today is Labor Day 2016. Uh, well, it's not Labor Day anymore because today's Tuesday and I'm drinking wine. Uh, and it's nighttime. Okay, so, um, let's just go through some of the nicer moments. Um, I talked about how I got to hang out with John Roderick, John Roderick from The Long Winters, uh, during the music writing class. But let's, let's back up for a second and talk about the music writing class was tremendous, right? I touched on it briefly in the, in the Max FunCon episode, but... Really, it was, it was so great, you know, because I've written songs with other people and it's always been shitty. It's always been terrible, but this was so easy. Oh, see, now here comes the titular, um, it's a departure, uh, uh, no, uh, yeah, it's a departure from the long winters off of the album, putting the days to bed is the theme song for, uh, my brother, my brother and me. Anyway. My point is, is that I've written songs with other people and it's usually terrible. It's usually hard and exhausting and, and it's just, this was so easy, right? Because the stakes were relatively low. I was paired up with two other dudes that I had known from previous Max Fun Cons and was friends with on Facebook. And so it just made it so much easier. And the song that we wrote I actually really like, I tell you what, um, I'll, um, I'll tell you what, I, I don't have it ready now, 
but I'll slap it on in the end. Um, so you got two re- reasons now to listen to the end of this podcast past the closing music with Bright Brown. You, you've got me freaking the fuck out when the dog tries to open the door, which she did do. Jesus. She's just so lucky that I didn't have a sharp object in my hand. I would just, come on, who am I kidding? I froze. I motherfucking froze. Jesus, if this had been an actual emergency and I had to stab somebody in the neck, I would not have been able to do it. I just would have been like, nah! So, um, so, uh, anyway, um, so you have two reasons to listen. Me freaking out, and I'm gonna put our final song at the end. Their audio quality is, of course, not great, um, but... I was, I mean, we did it in an hour. And not only did we write it in an hour, but we rehearsed it and performed it at the end of the hour. And that's tremendous, right? Like, um, there's this really great podcast uh, done by another member of the Maximum Fun Network, uh, Stop Podcasting Yourself. They do a song, they, I'm sorry, they do a podcast called um, Our Debut Album in which each month they take an hour and uh, compose a song. And that's from, you know, the very beginning. Uh, coming out, you know, spitballing ideas, everything. And that is just two guys. Sometimes it's a third person, but normally it's just two guys. And one of the cheats, though, I have to say, I shouldn't say it's a cheat. Uh, one of the things that we were hampered by is that we... Uh, had to not only compose this song, but we had to perform it. And, you know, look, none of us are great musicians. And if, if we were, then it would be easy, right? Like, we just like, oh, okay, we'll write this, and then we'll just play it, right? Because, like, I'm an amazing musician, and I can just play anything I want. But the reality is, is that I suck balls at playing music, so it took... A lot of work just to get comfortable playing the thing. So uh, we're gonna put that at the end, anyway. Um, but it was great. It was so easy. Everybody was nice. The stakes were low. It's it's what it's what it should be, which is fun. But what the other thing that I failed to mention is uh, when I came back uh from low i had a ton of gear because i drove down uh from here to uh lake arrowhead california i brought with me a ton of gear because i knew i was going to be taking this songwriting class and so i spent a lot of time loading it into my car and that's when i got to have all this great alone time with john roderick and one of the things that happened was um i took all my stuff, or not all my stuff, I took some of my stuff, and I went to my car, and I came back, and John Roderick was there playing a guitar, and I was like, wow, that sounds great. That, I just, I bet you that's his own, like, personal, you know, classic guitar. No, no, it was mine. It was a little $75 piece of shit. Durango, uh, which is a name I've never heard of, that I bought off of Amazon? I think it was Amazon. No, wait, I think it was probably Musician's Friend. And I was like, 
Oh shit! I guess I, I guess I can't sell that guitar now because that I, I have so many fond memories of just walking in and it's just completely empty, but him and he's just like playing and he's just strumming and he's got this open tuning going and it's just like it sounds amazing and so I will always remember that and that guitar will always remind me of that and it's fine I don't mind keeping it I wasn't really sure what I was going to do with it anyway but it's kind of nice and that's a big part of what this podcast is to me is um, to quote the uh, the very depressing uh, ballad of Fred Jones part 2 from Ben Folds uh, things to remind me that life has been good And it just sucks that, you know, I need to actively, aggressively remind myself, this thing was good, this thing was good, this thing was good. But it's like, yeah, it's okay. All right. So this is who who I am. This is what we're dealing with. So I do it. And it kind of works. You know, I just have to remind myself, like, like I have to remember to remember, right? Like I have to remember that that, you know, Thankful Project Twitter account is there. I have to remember... You know, to make the podcast because it will inform future me. Yay, future me! Oh, okay. So let's talk about one of the other really nice memories. Um, we we were uh, sitting around the table uh, having a meal. Uh, no famous people, uh, and in fact, I will keep everybody anonymous. Uh, for fear that, you know, somebody will um, hear this one day. And, uh, and so we, we had uh, the woman in the corner. Let's, put it, let's, call, let's call her Baby, because she's in the corner. And uh, you know what? Somebody should rightly put Baby in the corner. So, um, Baby says, she was talking about this guy that she met on Tinder. And she said, I think she said he was 23, if memory serves. And uh, she kept saying how she was 31, even though, I don't know, she could have been 45, 21, 18. I don't know. I'm terrible. But anyway, so she said that uh, she met this guy on Tinder and that uh, she liked the fact that Even though he was 23, he was watching episodes of Frasier on Netflix. And I'm sort of like, oh, oh, okay. She was like, yeah, I actually might have like slept with him just because it was so cool that he was watching a show that wasn't on when or that that was yeah that was already done by the time he was born you know and and I thought that was so funny because I just imagined her again invoking Pete Holmes if you're not laughing you're not imagining her sitting around with all her girlfriends and her girlfriends are like talking about you know some crazy waiter that they met in a bar in Milan who makes great sangria and then it goes around the table and it gets to her and she's like, I like a guy who likes Frasier. And it's just like, boy, eh, not, not the same thing. And then oddly enough, when I said making great sangria, which is not something I just made up off the top of my head here, but when I said it then, 
Um, everybody got really excited about the idea of dating a waiter who could make really good sangria. And so then we started thinking about an app where you could just hook up with waiters who had uh, a particular set of skills. Excuse me, woman. I am a waiter with a particular set of skills. But in her heart, she knows it's true. Everything is different when he's singing right. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so I thought that was interesting. It's, I didn't know when then I confessed to them. I'm like, you know, sangria is really easy to make, right? You take garbage wine, fruit, cut it up, throw it in, uh, triple sec, uh, oh, and some other thing. I don't know. Look it up. My point is, it's really easy. Okay. So I've got, uh, all right, I've got just a couple of uh, nice uh, final thoughts here. So um, one of the ideas that I had was, uh, you know, everybody's got this idea of like, oh, it's a guardian angel and they're looking over me and helping me with my life. Like, what if there was another guardian angel that wasn't there to save you, but instead there to toughen you up? Right? Like, because, you know, guardian angels, they can only do so much. And so what if the guardian angel was there to be like, uh, your, your life's going a little too good right now. I need to throw in some chaos to, like, you know, make your life interesting and have something to talk about and, um, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and, and, like, that little bit of chaos monster. And may, who knows? You know, maybe they're there for a reason. Maybe they understand that both the good and the bad have to be there. And it's not like one of them's the devil and, like, making you do stuff. No, he's like, you know, the guy who, like, pushes the toaster onto the ground and is like, ha ha, now you have to deal with that. You got to figure out why, what a broken toaster is like and how you're going to make toast. Are you going to light it on fire over the gas grill? I don't know. Let's see, tough guy. How do you adapt? How do you fix your life? Yeah. It's like the uh, the rogue angel or the, the danger angel. Woo! All right, just a thought. Uh, all right, here's just, here's just a, a sentence. Hey, man, that guy was uber religious. He's the uber of religion. There you go. Hey, you know, oh, okay, I got one more. Um, so, the other thing is, uh, I wonder why the sad Shakespeare plays, the sad operas, why are those the only popular ones? Is it because, like, in the case of operas, that the arias are better? Aria stock. Uh, the arias are better or is it because comedy has an expiration date and so like you do that shit now and everybody's like yawn uh i've seen the dick van dyke show right that is straight up hacky as shit so uh you get your uh, comedy opera garbage out of here because i know what real comedy is fucking gene wilder rest in peace god damn that man is fucking great anyway so, I don't know. The, 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 the short answer is, I don't know. Everything living tries to get 
Okay. Well, you know, I always, when I do this, I always think I have this treasure trove of information that will last me for an hour and a half, and it just winds up being 20 minutes. Okay. From me! From the music of The Long Winters. And the music of Bright Brown. Go and remind yourself that life has been good. And let's do this one more time. Till then! I'm doing a podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm doing a pod. Ah! Star, Jesus Christ. What was that?